Have your fantasy teams been struggling this year? Or perhaps you've been doing pretty well but want to put yourself over the top? Then make sure to visit our friends over at Finish First Fantasy Advisors. They are the premier one-on-one -on -one consulting firm that specializes in providing you with expert support to help guide you to the championship. You will be matched with one of their expert advisors to provide you with the season-long insight for your redraft, dynasty, or DFS formats. Their advisors will contact you weekly to answer all of your questions and provide you the needed information to get to the next level. Set up a free 15-minute consultation by emailing them at info at finishfirstfantasy.com or by visiting them at www.finishfirstfantasy.com. That's www.finishfirstfantasy.com. Welcome to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, powered by StatRoute.com. And now, here's your host, Ryan Skullroot. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullrude and we've got a little bit of a different episode for you today. Simply in the fact that we won't necessarily be having all the sound bits and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we've been having some technical difficulties with my computer that I'm trying to work through. Um, and so basically it's, it's just audio today. Uh, just me talking, not a whole lot of the extras. So um, really that's, but you know, let's be honest, the extras aren't why you listen to the podcast. It's because you want to know about you know, the players to play this weekend. So, um, sorry that, again, sorry that this is taking until Saturday to get this, uh, to get this going. Uh, like I said, we've been having some technical difficulties, but we're working on it. So, um, real quick, couple announcements. Uh, one first announcement is that, uh, is to make sure and go check out our merch store. You can go to, uh, skulkingfootball.com, uh, and go to, I believe it's the store tab. And that should uh, should pull up our store with uh, all of our merch, uh, anything from t-shirts, sweatshirts to uh, even we even have like Converse style tennis shoes in the store. So just thought I'd throw that out there for you guys. Um, you know, coffee mugs, stickers, all sorts of fun stuff. So uh, make sure to check that out. We'd love for you guys to support us in that way. And so uh, we are working on getting more products in there as well. Number two, this is kind of a two rolled into one. Um, we have partnered with a couple of websites. Uh, first one is Finish First Fantasy Advisors. They are um, a premier fantasy advising uh, website where you actually get paired with an advisor for the entire season. Uh, you get weekly emails, I believe 15-minute weekly Skype calls um, with your advisor. They help you kind of make the moves that you need to make for the season to help you get to a championship. Um, their, their CEO, Mr. Uh, Sean Wittrell is one of our running back writers, uh, fantastic guy, um, great, great fantasy mind. And so this is kind of, this is a, his website and his thing. Um, and we're more than happy to support him and, uh, and help him continue to build his business. Uh, like I said, Finish First Fantasy, they're, they're an, uh, an awesome group. Uh, go to finishfirstfantasy.com in order to find out more. Um, or you can email them at info at finishfirstfantasy.com and, uh, and they will get back to you. So the second, uh, second little announcement or second part of that announcement is we are also partnering with a, a company called Prolytics. What they do is they do um, advanced AI-based um, sports analytics in general, but uh, the main thing that we'll be focusing on is their NFL analytics for DFS. Uh, they have um, their own their own AI engine that they have built that basically 
that predicts um, that does its own projections that you can actually see their projections um, right up against either DraftKings or FanDuel, I think are the two main sources that they have on there so far. Um, and so you can, you can, uh, you can use a lineup builder to, and on the lineup builder, you can increase or decrease the amount of risk you want in your lineups, who you want to stack with, uh, what, uh, what position and what teams you want to stack with. So there's, there's a ton of different features and options. Um, we have, uh, we've loved it. Our staff has been using it for the last couple of weeks, just kind of as a, as a beta test. We are, we are very happy with the product. Um, we've already had a few wins uh, with our uh, um, with our uh, staff using the using the product, so we're very happy with it. And we're again, this is another company that we're very happy to be um, partnering with um, and helping endorse them. So if you uh, go to prolytics.com, it's pro p r o dash lytics l y t i c s spelling in my head uh, prolytics.com. Uh, go to prolytics.com and you can. Um, I believe if you use the, the coupon code SkullKingFF, all lowercase, all lowercase, SkullKingFF, um, you'll actually get 40% off your first month with Prolytics. So again, we highly endorse them. We are very happy with, uh, with the product that they put out and, uh, and hope that you guys, uh, go to check them out as well. All right. So why don't we go ahead and jump right into the headlines? Uh, headline number one: Golden Tate will play Week Five. Um, he has been officially activated. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he plays uh, with Saquon or not with Saquon Barkley with uh, Sterling Shepard, considering both of them are slot uh, receivers. So we'll we'll kind of see how that goes. Um, to be honest, it didn't work all that well for the most part. Last season, when he and Nelson Aguilar were kind of splitting the uh, the the slot um, snap, so uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, he's definitely an upgrade from the receivers that they from the rest of the receivers that they have. Um, and with uh, with Daniel Jones taking over, a little bit more of a live arm that should that should help out not only Sterling Shepard but also um, help out Golden Tate's uh, production. And hopefully, he can put up a, a decent season this year. I, as of right now, I, I don't necessarily have room for him on any of my teams. I'm not, you know, I think that he could be a, an okay contributor, kind of a flex play for those who need wide receiver help. I would not play him this week. Um, although they may try to just get him involved right away. I wouldn't play him this week unless you were absolutely desperate. So, um, and need the wide receiver flex help for me. I, I would put him on my bench and just kind of stash to see how it goes. So. All right, and the other the other main headline that we had was um, Stefan Diggs has been um, seen traveling. He is traveling with the team, making the journey to um, New Jersey for the game this weekend. I I hope that Diggs gets it going. Um, he has been fined uh, for missing the games or for missing practices and um, and meetings this week, but you know. Guys are getting fined all the time for for missing a, a practice or a or some. So the while while the coach was a little um, non-committal a couple days ago about whether or not he was actually going to play, um, Stefan Diggs is on is on the flight on his way to play against or to play uh, this Sunday. So um, I think that Diggs Diggs may get moved. I think it's a possibility that Diggs gets moved before the training deadline. We'll see how that goes. Um, 
and we'll see if they can actually get him involved in the offense. So, all right, just some other some other news and notes from the past few days. Again, since we haven't done we haven't released the show since Wednesday, um, Hunter Henry is doing individual workouts, trying to get healthy and get back. Chris Godwin had, did not practice a little uh, for a couple of days. I believe he got a limited practice in on Friday. Delaney Walker has not been practicing, but I believe he got in a limited practice as well. Um, James Conner got in a limited practice, is expected to play. Juju and Vance, are still que- and Vance McDonald are still questionable. Um, Keenum was in a walking boot. He is now out of the walking boot. However, Colt McCoy has officially been named the starter for this Sunday for the Redskins. Um, and so obviously someone is not happy with Dwayne Haskins. And for those of you who haven't seen the headlines, which are surprising right now, um, apparently their coach Jay Gruden did not even want Haskins. That was a Dan Snyder move that they were going to draft Haskins no matter what. And Jay Gruden is now, you know, out partying and smoking certain substances we aren't sure of. And so we'll see if he still has a job after this weekend. Um, Andy Isabella is now expected to play outside with Christian Kirk missing some time. Terry McLaurin was back at practice, but as of right now, is still 50-50 to play. He is a game-time decision. That is not necessarily good for, again, for, um, for Terry McLaurin owners who were excited about, you know, how well he played the first few games. Uh, we'll, we're hoping that he's able to to come back and play um, and play this next week. Uh, Goskowski, the kicker from the Patriots, went on IR. I believe they they signed Matt Nugent, who played kicked pretty solid for the Raiders last year. I believe he was four for four or something like that on on uh, field goals and four for five on extra points. Uh, Jamal Williams and Devontae Adams, I believe, have both been ruled out for Sunday against the uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, John Ross has gone to a to IR, but can return. Um, and as far as the Bills go, uh, Devin Singletary has been limited; is still going to be a game time game time decision, as well as Josh Allen, who has still not gotten out of the concussion protocol. They are waiting to the last minute to declare him out because they obviously feel that he is the better option in terms of the, um, in terms of the the offense than Matt Barkley, which is obvious. Um, so they're they're going to wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and uh, make the game time and make the decision as late as possible. So, all right, that is it for the headlines. I know that there are probably some other some other things going on that I may not be able to. Um, that I may not have covered. Uh, tr- just trying to hit as much of the big stuff as I can. Again, just make sure to be checking the waiver wire um, and the the news. Sorry, the waiver wire, the news, the news wires, all the the updates and everything. Uh, Sleeperbot, uh, the sleeper app is is a phenomenal one. It's what we use for most of our uh, most of our stories and headlines. Also, the Fantasy Life app. Both of those are are solid spots to get um your up-to-the-date news about uh, what's going on with players so all right that being said we're going to go in and get into uh the matchups the remaining matchups for sunday and then uh since i'm recording this on saturday the sunday night show that i record sunday nights 
for Monday. Uh, that will cover the Monday night game. So, all right. So why don't we go ahead and get started? Get into this with uh, the the Jets at the Eagles. Um, as of right now, I believe Sam Darnold has officially been ruled out for this game. So Falk is a mid to low range quarterback too. The Eagles have been giving up a lot of uh, passing yards on defense. So Falk could, um, you know, coming from a, the air raid system in uh, Washington State, could have a decent game uh, passing. Le'Veon Bell, I still have him as an RB1, not just because of his, not necessarily because of his running, but because of how much he's going to be dependent on to catch the ball in the backfield. I think Falk could um, use him a lot as a dump off. Uh, Anderson and Crowder are both wide receiver threes at best. I'm just not seeing it against this Eagles defense. So it has been known to give up some yards and some big plays. Um, still, I do, it, it's the quarterback that's holding both of them down. Um, I believe Herndon is back from his suspension. I have him as a tight end three. Again, uh, it's not Sam Darnold. It's it's um, Luke Falk. So um, I'm not ready to trust Herndon yet. Uh, moving on to the Eagles, I have Wentz as a QB one this week. Uh, probably in that uh, you know four to four to eight range. Uh, Howard and Sanders both in that running back two, l- low running back two range, maybe high uh, running back three. Alshon, I have as a, a low-end wide receiver, too, so in that 18 to 20 range. And uh, Zach Ertz as a tight end one. Um, as far as the Eagles go, as long as Alshon is healthy, Nelson Aguilar should not get a whole lot of work. I know that he got a big whopping zero last week. That should not be unexpected with Alshon Jeffrey healthy. Um, Jackson, Deshaun Jackson is still out this week. So, um, again... It's going to be Al- it's going to be the Alshon and running the and running game show with a bit of Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard thrown in. Uh, moving on, the Ravens at the Steelers. Uh, Jackson I have as a quarterback one. Uh, Ingram I have as a running back two. Marquise Brown a wide receiver two to three, kind of on that edge of you know twenty to twenty four. Um, and Mark Edwards is a tight end one. He has been declared healthy and ready to go for this weekend. As far as the Steelers go, the the Ravens have given up a lot of uh, passing yards. However, the the Steelers' offense is still kind of a dink and dunk offense. It hasn't really tried to push the ball too much. So I have Rudolph as a quarterback too. Connor is a running back too, mainly because of his his receiving ability, and he's going to need to be catching the ball in the backfield. Juju, I have as a wide res- low wide receiver too, almost a wide receiver three. And of course, we saw last week, you know three catches on four targets for 15 yards. This is not the Juju we were hoping for. And obviously a lot of the people that drafted Juju were expecting um, Ben Roethlisberger to be the guy. uh, And with the injury, that's just not the case. So Uh, Nick Vanette, he's a, he's a, a DFS flyer pick. That's more of where I would have him. I think that he could put up some okay numbers, especially with how much Rudolph thinks and dunks. Um, that Vanette could have a little bit of fantasy viability. He is an extremely deep uh, um, stream pick, um, but I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't depend on him. Moving on, the Bills at the Titans. Josh Allen again is a high end quarterback too. If he plays, more likely it's going to be um, Barkley, and I have him as a mid to low quarterback too, especially against this Titans defense that has been playing so well. 
Uh, Gore's a running back three. Singletary right now, I've, I have him ranked as a running back four. We just don't know if he's going to play. I doubt he's going to play. If he does, I put him up in that, uh, you know, he – right now I have him ranked as a running back four just because I don't trust he'll play. If we come to find out early tomorrow morning that he does play, I'm still you know, running back three-ish is more where I'm going to put him. Um, John Brown and Cole Beasley, I have, I have his wide receiver threes, but most of their um, value is going to rely on Josh Allen playing. Dawson Knox as a low and uh, tight end two. Moving on to the Titans, Mariota is a quarterback two. Derrick Henry is a running back two with some upside. This is a tough Bills defense they'll be going up against. I think that he could, if he can break a big playoff like he has in a couple of games already this season, he could be in for a big week. Um, Corey Davis, the wide receiver three. A.J. Brown, wide receiver three. Both those guys are kind of boomer bust. It, it all depends on Marcus Mariota, to be completely honest. Delaney Walker is a tight end one. Even after last week's stinker, that, that was more of a, they didn't need to use Delaney Walker because they got up big and just kind of ran the ball the rest of the game. Moving on, the Patriots at the Redskins. Uh, Brady obviously is a quarterback one against the non-existent Redskins defense. Uh, White, I have, James White, I have as a running back two. Michelle is kind of that two or three. I don't know how well they're going to be able to run it. Michelle just has not been getting going. Last week, I want to say it was 17 carries for 60 yards or something like that. Just not not showing the explosion that we were hoping for. I think James White has a better game uh, and could be used a lot in the in the passing game. Um, in terms of the wide receivers, Gordon, wide receiver two. Edelman is a wide receiver two because he's used a lot, uh, especially PPR. Dorsett is a boomer bust wide receiver three. As far as the Redskins go, don't start – Whoever's playing quarterback, just don't start him. I mean, I think we, you know, we made the the mention earlier that it's going to be Colt McCoy. I don't want anything to do with this Redskins offense except for maybe Thompson, who's going to get a lot of dump off passes, and McLaurin if he's healthy. And right now it's a 50-50 shot, so I don't trust he's going to be going to be healthy. Um, next is Vernon Davis, tight end two if he plays. As far as I know, I think he's still in concussion protocol and has not come out of that. So, uh, basically, avoid the Redskins offense unless it's Chris Thompson. Uh, moving on, the Broncos at the Chargers. Joe Flacco is a quarterback, too, that could have some upside. Um, some teams have been throwing pretty well against the Chargers lately. Uh, Lindsey and Freeman, I both kind of have on that, that running back two to running back three shelf. It's, it's hard to judge with them because you don't know who's actually going to get the ball. If one guy goes out, um, you know, Freeman had a little, got a little bit dinged up the one week, and Phil Lindsay goes off. Gets two short yardage um, carries for touchdowns. Um, so, it, it, again, it's kind of a toss-up. Sanders and Sutton, I both have as low. Sanders I have as kind of that high-end wide receiver three, um, that, uh, you know, 22 to 24 range. Um, Sutton I have is a mid to low wide receiver three, but he's that boomer bust candidate. Um, I think we talked about it earlier in the week that uh, Sutton's on pace for, I want to say like 80 catches to over 1,200 yards and eight touchdowns. So um, he's been getting at least seven targets every game. Fant, again, is a boomer bust tight end too. The Chargers, Rivers is a high-end quarterback too. I think that he could put up some numbers against the Broncos defense that's struggling. Uh Eckler is going to be a running back, too. We'll see. They want to limit how much 
Melvin Gordon does in his first uh, game action back. I think that he could um, steal a couple of goal line looks away from Eckler. So I have him as a running back three high end, possibly running back two, simply because we don't know how much they're actually going to use him. Uh, Keenan Allen is a wide receiver one, and Williams is a wide receiver three with upside. Two more games. Um, the Packers. Uh, this is going to be a tough game. Uh, Packers against the Cowboys. Both these defensives have played very, very well. So while I have Rodgers as a quarterback one, it's a low-end quarterback one. I may even drop him down to a you know quarterback 12 or 13 simply because of how good this Cowboys defense has been. Aaron Jones, mid to low running back two, simply because Jamal Williams isn't there, and I don't, I don't think that Dexter Williams is going to take too much away from him yet. Um, I like Dexter Williams to get a fair share of carries by the end of the season. Uh, Marcus Valdez Scantling, MVS is a wide receiver two. Allison, a wide receiver three. Uh, Jimmy Graham, I have as a tight end one for this week. Go ahead and start him up. He's only owned in 37. Well, last time I checked, he was only owned in 37 to 40% of um, Yahoo leagues. I think that he is a solid stream pick for this week. Um, even against this Cowboys defense, they have been struggling a little bit against tight ends. Uh, Dak Prescott, again, that low-end quarterback one. He's going up against a tough defense. Last week, he went up against a tough defense and really struggled. I would possibly even move him down to the quarterback two range. Um, 13 to 14, you know, that 12 to 14 range for right now. Um, that's where I'm thinking about putting him in my rankings for this week. Simply because, again, the Packers defense has been playing very well also. Zeke is still a running back one, even though some, some teams have not been able to run against the Packers. Um, Dalvin Cook definitely did, and Dalvin Cook is, is, a, is a much bigger, better talent than some of the guys they've gone up against. Zeke uh, is obviously a phenomenal talent. I think that he puts up running back one numbers this week. Cooper, again, if Prescott's a low run, if, if he's a low quarterback one, high quarterback two, I think that Cooper is a low-end wide receiver one, more likely a high-end wide receiver two. Um, simply from a production standpoint, Gallup is in the uh, boomer bust wide receiver three range. Witten is the most likely tight end uh, for the Cowboys to do much. Uh, again, mid tight end two. He's he's a desperate streamer. Is that is it? Going to the Sunday night football game, the Colts at the Chiefs. I have Brissett as a low end uh, quarterback one. I think that he could put up some decent numbers playing catch up against this. Uh, uh, Mahomes-led Chiefs offense. Um, the uh, as far as running back, uh, Mac is a mid to low running back, mid running back too. Um, the Chiefs have been giving up a fair amount of points to the running back position. I uh, just remember Mark Ingram a couple weeks ago against Baltimore. So I think that Mac could put up some solid numbers. Uh, Hilton, I believe, right now is still a game time decision. Paris Campbell has been ruled out. So I mean, it's kind of a, you know, a mix of, well, I, I'm not sure. I think Deion Kane may also be out. So it's going to be, who is it? Zach Pascal and someone else. Uh, so really it's Hilton. And then Ebron and Doyle, I have both as tight end twos. Again, I think I might trust Doyle just a little bit more because that connection that he and Brissett had a couple years ago. Doyle finished with, uh, was it like 900 yards, 80 catches, and, and four or five touchdowns? 
2017 with Brissett as the main quarterback. So uh, moving into the the Chiefs, uh, Mahomes is the quarterback one. Uh, McCoy and Williams, I have as running back twos. I think that McCoy may get a little bit more of the work simply because Williams is just coming off of um, the, the knee injury. Uh, Tyreek Hill is out for this week. He has already been declared out. I have Watkins as a wide receiver two. Hardman and Robinson both as boomer bust wide receiver threes simply because you don't know which one of them is going to go off. We don't know. Um, Sammy Watkins, when he has been asked to be the wide receiver one from the beginning of a game, has not really been able to do that since he was in Buffalo catching passes from Tyrod Taylor. Um, So I think, if anything, they may try to get uh, Travis Kelsey a little more involved in this game. Um, I know that he's, he's quote-unquote, struggled you know, being the tight end nine, I believe, so far this season, tight end eight. So uh, definitely a guy that I think uh, could have a big game this week. Uh, he is a, a top five tight end for me this week. So that is it for the game previews. I want to thank you guys for listening to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, I hope you guys uh, have a great week. Uh, we will talk to you again tomorrow as we start on, uh, as we go over our Kings and Stings best and worst performances of Sunday. Um, as well hey, Skull as King Nation, thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues.